0: those beautiful, sweet, initial teachings of this is... I mean, a lot of it's still there, but around it got put so much stuff I couldn't relate to, you know? And things, and there were parts of it, like... Like, I just absolutely cannot accept the idea that we're born in sin. You know, that, that we divine, innocent, eternal beings... And I don't know what that means. Maybe that was an aberration of the fact that karmically our karma comes along with us.
1: That's very good. What I understood, and I don't know the ultimate answer, but what I understood from that, and it's becoming more and more apparent in this day and age in our society, as they do DNA, because there's people that are getting really shocked that, you know, they're not just totally Hispanic, they have you know African roots or they have Asian roots and they're Native shocked. American. I really believe, I really believe, and this is how the divine explained it to me, at the moment of conception, so the moment you conceived your very first child, everything that you had experienced, everything that you had known up until that moment transferred into that child's belly button, which this right here, the belly button is the divine seed, the divine core. It's like, It looks like our first brain really before our brain develops this is where it wow. starts and so all of that wisdom all of that knowledge all your experience all the things that tempted you all the things that was difficult for you everything that you you know had learned as an absolute or it went to the child mm-hmm. it goes to that child and so what happens is, is it's the same thing with your generations. So when your mom and dad conceived you, they gave that to you too. Mm. So what happens is, is that because it's in the DNA, DNA, not just cellular, you know, physical cellular DNA, but in the spiritual DNA, a lot of those lessons, a lot of the... Because I think part of creation is giving us a choice that here are the circumstances, what will you do? And I really feel strongly that because of that... Um, we become blessings to our ancestors to heal what they could not to wow. to be empowered where they could not and we will face similar challenges and we will face them with the tools that they had at that time so I think to me the sins of the father I, I never knew understood that because I thought I'm yeah. not responsible for it but now I understand it because I see it manifest mm-hmm. he's an alcoholic yeah it's a disease yeah. But if you go back in my genealogy, it goes back even to kings, uh, you know. And that was, and so it's almost like that particular coping mechanism went with that DNA. This is how we cope. Does that make yeah, any that sense? That makes, makes a make lot make of sense? sense.
0: I'm almost thinking, you
1: but know, we have a choice to decide whether stay in the pattern because it's part, or do we change yeah. it for the better? You
0: know, I think we're so, choosing so better. rather than the idea that like we're born in as sinners. It's more that the idea, you know, you're born with the karmic history of all these things. Yes. You're not just, you're not just like, it's not a fresh slate when we come in, because all that impressions, both of our lifetimes and of other ancestors in our line, that we that comes in with us. That that makes sense. Like Sequoia's See,
1: love for trains. Yeah. I I love that because it's a connection to your father. It's something that right. brought him joy. It brings mm-hmm. Sequoia joy That's too. To
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. That so makes it's so multi leveled. It's not just the bad stuff. It's more so even passions that we might have can be connected to our ancestors. So what's mm-hmm. happening with the merging of dimensions right now from what the goddess told me. Is that now we're taking all of those aspects from all, and let's—it's almost kind of like we know what we created that we thought was toxic or good or beneficial. Mm-hmm. Let's let's now create even better. It's kind of like watching Monet when he was one year old compared to Monet at the time that he transitioned to mm-hmm. the other side, how it develops into something even greater. That is God, mm-hmm. and that is creation. What happened when you were talking about? Um, if I'm talking too much, please forgive me. No, no. But when you were talking about, you know, how you had um, a respect, you know, you were raised Christian, you had a respect. But then when things started to get all rules and this, it has to be this way, and you know what? You want, honestly, that is exactly what the divine wants the message out there that we already come with the rules on the inside. We know the rules, okay? Our emotions yeah. help us to understand the rules. So when things go extreme with our emotions then that we have to really pay attention to because it's telling us something isn't divine for us. Yeah. When something mm-hmm. isn't divine for us we know because our, our emotions go Phew, to one extreme to another.
0: Now I had a very powerful experience but we're living in Hawaii. So I would have been, you know, probably like 23 at the time. And we were putting on yoga retreats, you know, by the the ocean, isn't that cool? And at that period of time, I was still, I mean, I was really into all these new things we were discovering, Eastern ideas. Would you like to select one for yourself today? Sure. I picked Um,
1: Gorse. Gorse is about having a bright perspective when you feel like there is no hope. Oh, that's what my gorgeous. So uh, was.
0: we were doing one of these I was very still very conflicted and feeling very guilty about abandoning Christianity for these other ways. but I also knew the things that had eventually pushed me away from Christianity, you know, I couldn't reverse. but I you know, so I was wrestling in my mind and my heart with that still, like, am I doing something wrong? And we were That's at so that, important right there. And they, we were at that retreat by the ocean, and I saw three crosses in the sky. I believe they were like red or orange. And I internally heard a voice say, You know, the only thing that matters is to do as I did, you know, to act act in the ways accordingly to my example. It's not, you know, like, and in that moment when those words came through, I mean, I realized, yeah, it's not about belonging to an organization, it's not about, or a denomination, it's not about, um, you know, professing a dogma that has been, you know, shaped by humans. It's just about living your life with those values of forgiveness and compassion and generosity and just all those things that were the examples that Jesus in his short teaching career, you know, made so clear to people. And it was a wonderful experience because it just took all that guilt away and all that worry that I might be... You know, doing something horribly. I remember. Thank the... you for sharing that, though, yeah. Diane. That's very important
1: because I really feel like um, it's really important. What you just said was very important. Well,
0: yeah, and you no, know, it's um, it's carried me through the rest of my life, and it's carried me through all the different teachers and wisdom that I've had the privilege to be exposed to. That. You know, Really, what we do with it, how we conduct ourselves. It's not about just what we know up here in the brain, you know, and can spout to other people. It's more about living it, just living those principles. And it saddens me, I think, watching, you know, all the, I mean, it saddens me to watch. (laughs) <laughs> Particularly, what's in the news right now is, you know, Islam being kind of tarnished by some who feel so strongly that, you know, they're doing heinous acts and believing that they're doing it for God, believing, you know, they're doing it for the religion. The Christian Christianity's had a a, a, a very <laughs> regrettable history in that department too. They're, they not. As they have
1: the right to execute anger and judgment mm-hmm. for God. Before That's, that that go. disturbs me tremendously. Yeah, especially when it goes to an extreme. While you were talking, the goddess was showing me um, a beautiful um, dog. She was giving birth and her belly was so full and you know it was it's almost like she can't even walk but she knows that she's going to give birth to something and then it's like watching the the puppy or the dog give birth to puppies and she told me she said the first thing that is most important is will this will this puppy survive or will it does it have what it needs to survive And a a puppy, a dog, will not hesitate in taking its own young if it feels like it cannot survive. So the first thing is, the first rule is, is that um, you're being born by someone who recognizes how important that birth is, whether you're going to survive or not. Secondly, after it's all done and they clean them up, and cleanliness is really important, she said, that's one of the things that this world was created, it was created in cleanliness. It was a clean world. Volcanoes may explode, leaves may fall from the tree, but there's some beauty in it. There's a clear, mm-hmm. it's a cleanliness. So then you clean off the young as they come out, you clean them out. And then the second thing you do is that you nurse them. You nurture them, you nurse them. And these, she say, are the very basics of life that really the puppy isn't looking, it can't see, it's totally blind. Yeah. Cannot see, will not see, but only feels the energy of someone that's present there that make sure it's fed, that make sure that it's safe, to make sure, you know, that's the thing that she says is the basic. And many individuals are not experiencing that, the very basics of birth. And she said, it, um, e- even though at times she says it is necessary to be as it is, she says it tears, it rents her heart when a child is born in a situation where it's abandoned and those basic needs are not taken care of and oftentimes there are these benevolent souls that will come forth and they because they will cherish it, they will want it, they will want to take care of it even if even if there was something that was considered to be quote-unquote not normal she says that those basic needs have to be met and what's happening is is she feels that the, the current state of this society is we need more, that's not enough, um, you have to do this in order for you to prove your worthiness and to prove, she says the minute you are born you have proved your worthiness. The minute you have survived birth you have proved your worthiness. Right there she says you survive. Then she says you watch these puppies as they're starting to develop and you know, they'll lift their little heads, and of course everybody wants to touch them there because they're so cute. And they'll start to wobble and walk, and they don't care where they defecate. They just do it because they have to let it go, yeah. you know. And somewhere along the line, people are not taught how to healthily just let it go. You know, you can poop, and people say, well, that's a normal thing but we the loss there has been a loss of people really recognizing that being able to let go that's why when babies cry they cry so loud because they are not hesitant to say i need this i want this please take care of this we are conditioned to believe over time not to do that anymore we are conditioned to say if you want it if you need it then somebody else has to either give it to you, you got to get it for yourself but there's always that there are things that um, That there are things that we are all equipped with that you can never buy. And there are things that we are equipped with that people don't invest in anymore. But there is a change and she's grateful for this because um, she's telling me very clearly one of the reasons why the Divine Feminine has been disrespected on this planet is because the ego of men cannot accept that it all originates from a woman. Yeah. Life comes from the womb. Mm-hmm. You have to have the seed, mm-hmm. but the earth is a womb. You're a womb. There are wombs in the, And it's almost like um, the Divine Feminine, she said, is beginning to rise up again. Because it is through the Divine Feminine that we recall just those basics. You know, are you okay? Can you survive? Can we clear this? Are you clean? Can I nurture you? Are you nurtured? And then she keeps showing me these little puppies like getting up on their legs and they're so wobbly and they're shaking, but... And then what do they do once they start to be able to really get up and walk around? They play with each other. She said, there's a lot of not playing going on anymore. She said, it, the sun was created to illuminate every child's smile. Uh, every raindrop is illuminated, everything is illuminated. She said that she spoke about the petals of the flowers being her tears her tears of joy of creation, she spoke of that before. that there are things in play right now that she will not stand in the way of, uh, nor will she hinder, but to also... Um... Diane, when your children make a choice, can you stop them from making that choice? Not now, now while they're adults. What would you do if you felt like that they were going to make a choice and they were about to make that choice and you said, I can you know, I don't know if that's the healthiest thing for this person. You would make an effort somehow to say to them, listen, maybe you should reconsider that choice. Mm-hmm. She says, but then ultimately they make the choice.
2: Right.
1: And she says she's in the same position. There's nothing that she can do. Mm-hmm. Could she change it? Could she make it better? Could she clean it? Could she nurture it? Can she start it from scratch? Absolutely. But she says once people, once a soul incarnates into the flesh, there is a divine law that says that once they make that choice, she cannot interfere. However, like all good mothers, don't we always have a backup plan? We always have a backup plan for our kids, right? right. Somehow, some way, you know, how many times have I had my adult children call me and say, Mom, I'm really, really sick. I'm real sick. I can't get rid of this. I've gone to the doctor. To get rid of okay, they come to you and they say, Help me. Yeah. Then that's when you can put in, you can help them make a better choice for themselves. How many times have my children or your children called you say, Mom, I'm really sick. How many times have I gone to you and say, Oh, Diane, I'm sick. And you give me the thieves oil rest remedy. And that helped me. Okay. It helped me. And it's continued to help me. Yeah. She said that when you're talking about individuals who are in the throes of addiction, okay, they have made a choice. Sometimes that choice is biologically made for them because of the chemical makeup of that drug because they choose to feel no pain or they choose to, f- I can't handle this pain. And so her job, she said right now, is to uh, re- help them to recognize their choices, honor their choices, but if at the moment that it becomes a crisis to know that she is always there to give them another choice, another option. And and you do that for so many people, Diane. You get, you know, listen, I remember when I first met Ashley at Mimosa. She was this, this, just, she reminded me of a little bunny rabbit in the grass at spring, you know, mm-hmm. just like hopping around and she was just loving everything that she was doing. Yeah. And now, even though she is, I'm sure, loving what she's doing, now she has to make it serious. Yeah. And what happens is when people get serious in their choices, they sometimes forget to play. Mm. So one of her messages is: is she's showing me these puppies beginning to play with each other, and if people would play with each other more, like puppies do, and that and it does mean tumbling around and snuggling and you know throwing things. if they would learn to do that, they wouldn't have to. She said they they would. It would be the cho- their choice to choose to play, than to. Get saturated in the numbness of numbing pain," she said. "They don't. They haven't learned to play. They 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 are mechanical. And even like some of the videos. Let's go to pornography because she's showing me this. You know, <clears throat> this is one of the things that I really appreciate in regards to um, the. I, th- I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Um, the, say the Kama Sutra or or. Um, tandric connection you know it's like there's such a conditioning now you know of how you're supposed to be with somebody what you're supposed to do what your genitals are supposed to look like and all this other stuff she says that so many people have forgotten how to play in intimacy they don't play anymore mm. you know it's just okay I gotta get a relief you know I gotta do whatever but are they really playing they go into the mechanics of a, a relationship long-term like marriage but they forget how to play, because now they're all responsible if they're serious, yeah. you see? And to navigate the seriousness, once you get to that serious part and you've been responsible and you have accomplished, to rediscover that ability to play, to rediscover the parts of you that for whatever reason people told you that it wasn't appropriate. So that's the cure. She said that for her, she says the cure is to give themselves the option of allowing themselves to play. and to do that there's a lot that they that will be necessary for them to let go of but they don't want to they cling to it because they feel like if i let go of this then i'm not going to be happy i'm not going to be secure i'm not going to be this i'm not going to be that i'm not going to be it's the i'm not and it's this and, and that is the contrary to the i am so people need to look at where their i am nots and and start saying why is that there and focus on somehow returning it to the I am Mm -hmm. I am who I am because she says that um, substances like that um, uh, she said everything has its place but her concern with her children is She says that she just sees that um, they're more focused on profits, you know, P-R-O-F-I-T-S. They're focused on wars. They're focused on budgets. They're focused on taxing. They're focused on, and she said in... um, Are people who are focused on taking away the things that would allow a child to create, that would allow her children to play, you know, and she said that's what really concerns her because that part, she said, if you want to talk about what people used to believe about paradise or the Garden of Eden or Nirvana or anything, the energy is one of which you can really play and and She's showing me this image. It kind of reminds me of the 1920s during the Depression, where there are lines of good, healthy people, but they're downtrodden. They're they they're hungry. They don't they can't pay their bills. They're they're standing in line not for a handout but to just survive. She's showing me this. She's showing me these these people like waiting in line and feeling less than, and then it's like almost like I can turn and see these cars driving by with people who are dressed in their finest, and they're driving right by these people who are homeless and hungry and suffering and sick, and they have no care because they have a party to go to, or they have something. Mm. And she says that what's happening is, is that because there is wisdom in all She said, there's wisdom in all identities of man on this planet. When your soul is downtrodden, when you're starving, when you don't have, you're, you're, you're using all your energy just to survive. She said, to find joy in those moments to find a moment to play is not as easy as with somebody who's handed the golden spoon. When she said that, she feels that there are, unfortunately, this is what she said, there are those children in the playground, my children, who, they don't want anyone else to play and enjoy life. They want it all for themselves. They're trying to make it so that people, when the, from the time they wake up, time they go to sleep they're working hard to pay them to play in the playground and not they're not sharing they're not sharing she said people have forgotten how to share she said you see people they are they'll share their political opinions they're this they're that they're that but are they really playing like puppy dogs do they really take the time to play with each other ikea But to really enjoy life, she says, there's more than enough time to do the responsible things. But she said, because that aspect, there's been a change in what play is now in this society. And um, that's why she says, if you want to find me, she said, go to the festivals. Go to the festivals where people are just enjoying and loving each other, you know, listening to the music, enjoying each other's company you know, dancing, uninhibited. She goes, that's where I am, Akia. And it's not just here in America. It's with the indigenous people on the Amazon. She sits with them. She said, look at the Amazonians, Akia. Look at the people in the Amazon. They don't need a high rise. They live, they, they sleep with each other, they work with each other. She says, I'm not gonna say that everything they choose for their culture is something that I, I give approval of, but they have time for each other, she said people don't have time for each other and it is a crime she said it is a crime in her eyes and she says and oftentimes people have uh... labeled what i consider a crime as a transgression a sin or whatever she says it's a crime to uh... in my opinion she said in my opinion to divert people's attention from each other she said i think that is a crime That is, uh, it's a ploy, she said, to disconnect that divine core that everyone has to each other. It is a crime. She said, you know, people will focus on what they consider to be, um, you know, different uh, rules, like you were talking about religious, religious rules, you know, thou shalt not seal, thou shalt... But she said, she said, there is a crime that's happening and there are forces that are making it happen that you're not really paying attention to each other you're not even looking at each other anymore she said and that's why she strongly strongly she said your eyes when they open she says and they do open really look and see each other she said look into each other's eyes you know play that's why she was talking about like Like different things like um, I've seen Hindu dancers do this where they use their eyes and they'll do like this thing or you'll see geishas and they'll use their eyes she said that has always you know you all have eyes like me you have eyes of the Divine Mother and much can be communicated by that she said she sat in temples all over from all different religions and she's actually sat in those deities with the eyes that an artist has sculpted as her eyes and she has looked through those eyes she wow. said the ability to look through the eyes of others she says that's one of the greatest gifts that she has is to watch everybody express to see how see through her eyes how others see life through their own eyes but she said that she said that there are many pharmaceutical drugs that are necessary and unnecessary that create uh, like a film, uh, it glazes over what your soul can truly see, you know, and she, she said, she said just like when you see this merging of, oh my goodness, I do things with grandma, that I don't do with anyone else or it's a special time between grandma and I. And she said that's what she wants taught. Is she wants that taught to everyone that she wants to special spend special time with all of her, all of her children, all of them, you know, and She said sometimes people have this idea of what that means, you know. They have to maybe go to someone like the Dalai Lama or somebody like me in order to spend time. Or they might have to listen to music to spend time. She said she doesn't care how you do it. She says she just wants to spend time with us. Mm -hmm. And she feels like that um, she has, that there have been things created to prevent people from truly spending time with her. And you know why that is, she says, Akia, It's because it would empower them. That's why many of the great um, edifices and statues of hers, she said, you know, you've asked about the golden seers, and you've asked about, you know, like you've seen the stupas, and you, you know, and you're learning things. She said, from the very beginning, Akia. I didn't want you to go into what man has written. I wanted you to go with what I have written. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I want you to expound on that. And she said, and some of this stuff I don't want, she says, she said, I am the divine mother of all that is. I I would never question any mother in the manner that she loves her children. She said, some people give birth and it wasn't meant for them to be the mother. It was meant for them to be the tabernacle, the vessel. She said, there are those who cannot fathom the depth of the love that I had. When I was doing my Buddha bath today, Miss, I was talking to God and I'm on question number two now. My question was, the first question, which we covered before, was, if this is real and it's not my imagination, why would you choose me to do this? What is it about me? And we got that answer back about what God considers to be the best. But the second question was, why would I choose this? Knowing what you have shared with me, why would I choose this? So I think that she's responding to that in many ways. Um, She's saying, she said, uh, she said when The universes were created, things were created in infinity, which means it's not limited in size. So even that which is tiny can be grand and great, and that which is huge can be something that is um, not limited. A lot of people feel, she says, that the bigger it is, the better it is. The more there is, the better it is. And she said, To be able to extract, in this dimension, in in life, that which truly um, awakens and brings peace to the soul. And we always know in our energy field when something is contrary to us we always know when something isn't safe it's something that was given to us we always know she said though but sometimes people get blindsided things that happen that they didn't expect but it's she said it's meant that way you know there are people who become addicted to to something not just drugs that they didn't expect they didn't expect it they didn't expect that Oh my gosh now I'm an alcoholic oh my gosh and then there will be those who are factual judgmental maybe even scientific who will say well of course you're going to be an alcoholic what do you expect was going to happen if you were drinking that much you know what did you expect was going to happen what are people expecting when they are partaking of things that are created by man what are things people expecting when they're partaking of things that were created by the divine. There will be those who will say it's all one and the same. If it's created by man, then it's created by the divine. But in truth, the goddess wants people to know she is amazed at what humans are able to create. Things that she even would have said, wow, look what you did. You did that differently than I did, and that's okay. But she said that there has to be a change now, especially with people's emotions and the emotional nurturing that they need. And she wants to speak to the leaders of the world, especially those who are leaders with vast wealth, prosperity. Um, Yes, enjoy your wealth. Enjoy your prosperity. You know, gift yourself the things that perhaps not every man, woman or child could ever think of acquiring in life, but it takes just a moment in all that prosperity to be loving and kind to one another, to this is a great time in this universe. For those who have been deemed as greedy, selfish, uh, warmongers, to show their benevolent side, to be generous, to care about the sick and those who are hungry, to clear the waters, to honor the earth, to be the example. Because what is all this wealth, and considered to be power, going to be worth when the time comes for their souls to transcend? Do they not know? Do they not know that they will come into my arms again? And I will ask, did you care about your brother and your sister? Did Did you take the time, a moment, to care about those who are sick and hungry. It, this There are so many things that they can do. They can be generous in changing this world for the better. They can be generous in not trying to pit one culture or people against another. They can be generous in clearing up things that are no longer necessary. They can be generous now. She said she would like to see that. It's one thing for someone to be generous with someone else's money that they worked hard for, but it's another for them to be generous with the money that they earned, that they worked hard for. She said that she is tired and grows weary of those who profit on the lives, the souls, the health, and the hunger of others she's tired of that it makes her weary it's she is the divine mother she wants every child fed she wants every child clothed she wants every child to be loved and to play she wants every child to create and and to watch and to be watched and cherished she she, she said wealth was not just for the chosen few. And she said, there is a price to pay for that, Akia. I want them to know that. And at this time, on this world, the leaders of the the world have an opportunity to be benevolent. Not to be worshipped, but to be benevolent. To do what is right. She said, taking from the poor is not right. Taking from the hungry is not right. And then there will be those who will say, well, why should I have to pay because I am rich? She said, because it was a divine blessing for you to receive whatever it is. But she said, the manner with which someone obtains their wealth in this dimension matters. And what they ultimately decide to do with that matters. And if there are those who in the depths of poverty are so able to give generously Of what they know really matters for them she said the eternal playground is open to them she said sometimes people play alone and sometimes they play in groups and sometimes there are those who play alone who would like to play with the groups but they've never been invited And there are sometimes those who have played in the groups that want to be alone because maybe even the people they are with, they really know, don't really resonate. She said, it's important for people to clear their relationships. She said, I will not force you to stay or be or visit those that you are not comfortable with. It was never, that's why there's so many different environments on this world in this world. That's why there are tropical forests and deserts and icy mountains and she goes because I want you to go where you feel most comfortable. And she said when a dog gives birth to her puppies, very seldom do those puppies stay with her for all their lives. They go off into other families or different things happen and they bring great love with them. She said, um, she said the dog is a very sacred animal to her because they are here to remind, they are here to remind people how you're supposed to be greeted, of how you're supposed to uh, interact with others. And she said that there are um, she's talking about families and how you talked about cathedrals and that she said to tell you, Diane, that sometimes families only will gather together in a church. They don't, may not find time to gather together outside of a church. Um, there's sometimes that people will gather together over a football game. She's showing me the different ways people gather, or when somebody they love is sick, they'll gather together, or if a baby's born, they gather together. If there's a wedding, they gather together but she said that the separateness of humanity especially in this society um, she said families need to gather with each other that's why she enjoys going with you on your journeys to be with your loved ones and your family she says that she tries to make her presence known as often as she possibly can to you says that she blesses your journeys. <coughs> she said, um <clears throat> She's showing me the dogs again and she's showing me the puppies and now she's showing me that now the puppies have their eyes open and they played with each other and now they're getting a little territorial about who can be where and who gets the most food, who eats first, who's alpha, you know, who's... and she's showing me these different things and she's saying that, um... all humans will do the same thing. They'll they'll go through that process. And if they are fortunate, um, she said, There's a core, there's something at core in the heart that says, Pick me, pick me, pick me. You know, I can love you. Pick me, pick me, pick me. And she said that um, she's showing me where puppies get adopted, where somebody sees a puppy, oh, this is a cute one. I'll take this one home. And then they take the puppy home, and how the puppy has to be trained to live hopefully, a clean life. She said nobody really appreciates when an animal is defecating all over inside its sacred space. They don't really appreciate it, she goes, I don't really appreciate it, IKEA, but it's its nature. But you teach it where it's appropriate. You teach it where it's okay to do that. That, she said that, um, she, she's showing me that, how the puppy is, how, especially when they're little, she said how the puppies get a lot of attention from a lot of people. But she, then she's showing me how as a puppy gets older, they may not get as much attention as they would if they were a puppy. And she said that's one of the reasons why there is an addiction problem with opiates in this country. As people become adults, um, the older you become, the society tells you the less attention you're supposed to get the attention that you will get as you get older is that which has to do with health care or uh... you know where different things like that it changes and she said in her eyes she said You've all, you're have you all puppies you all, you remain puppies um... you always have it but it's almost as if the puppy learns that it can't um, it can't expect the attention that it got when it was a puppy it learns that people may not be as eager to say oh how cute and then um she says real strongly accept your identities accept your identities accept who you are and recognize that there are so many things that you choose That are possible for you to choose to nurture and comfort yourself that I want for you that I am I, I am happy to give to you in abundance but you have to want it for yourselves and some people don't she said I have to accept that Akia as the creator of all that is that there are some things that I feel are good for my children that they don't want to accept. And a large part of it is, she says, they don't accept themselves. And she said, when families turn from one another, when they go in different directions and they're no longer able to communicate with each other, there's something they have to find or accept about themselves that they can't do with the interference of perhaps those who have, um, have not been able to nurture and comfort them. And she is really admonishing. Uh, When the word commandment is used in my name, unfortunately in this dimension it carries the energy or else. Be obedient to my commandments or
2: else a threat, that is not how I am. in a blink of an eye.
1: Do not allow anyone or anything
2: to command you to be what you are not or else. Discover
1: divinity and
2: all the nectar that is around you. Allow it to open your eyes.
1: other, nurturing one another, cleaning one another. So many of you live unclean lives, unclean emotions, unclean memories, unclean expectations, Wounds are not meant to hurt you over and over and over again. You're not supposed to remember pain. It is not how I created you. Many of that which is created by man numbs the pain that should not be there at all. And the majority of those who do take opiates, it's not just physical pain, they are numbing. In truth, they are also numbing the pain of responsibility, of feeling helpless, being tired and exhausted, a feeling defeated. I cannot interfere with your pain. I can bring you comfort. I can nurture you. I can give you options. Even if that option is physical death, Commanded because someone told them I would not be happy if they chose their happiness first. What mother doesn't choose her child's happiness first? love and hold her children and be delighted in their play, be delighted in their creativities. When a child comes home from school, in this space you are in, and they bring home something they have created, perhaps it's the outline of their hand. And they bring it to you and they're so proud, and it's hung on the refrigerator where the child says, I matter. I created something. Look, it may be small, but even in such minor, beautiful ways that it is acknowledged comes greatness. You must acknowledge yourself as I acknowledge you. Divine beings who were created to enjoy and be delighted in living to master your crafts I speak of those who others consider to be the lowest form of scum on this earth the prostitute who must survive And yet those of great wealth will come to her and use her for her services, but will prosecute her, prosecute her. It is not how, or what I wanted for my children. Not everyone that is incarnated into this planet will have a divine companion by their side. There are those who will have lives without a love, a beloved by their side, some of which is by choice, some of which is necessary. It is not a punishment. It is a choice and because of this I created opportunities for all to survive in what they feel comfortable with. It is the perversions of man that created disease. I did not create disease. That is how much power man has, that they can create what I did not. Now can I uncreate it all?
2: Why would I?
1: Because even in that which is created that seems abhorrent, the light of the divine will come through There have been many instances in your history where you will see an individual who's focused on creating something and by accident create something so magnificent, so wonderful that had nothing to do with it they originally created, but they had to go through trial, error, test, failure, success, my name in vain is hurtful. I want no one to say God created this when I did not. Take responsibility for what you have created. know the environments with which you were raised and exposed with, but never forget every good thing, everything that is wonderful, everything that is empowering, and joyful is mine. So many within a second you will cry, Oh God, why have you forsaken me? God, why would you allow her or him to die? the moment someone cries to me
2: god why have you forsaken me i have faith in my children
1: not to forsake each other so that they may demonstrate their godlike nature Their ability to create benevolence, all opportunities. I hear the cries from the injustices in the
0: world. I witness.
1: on this planet that need to be opened now there are those who are hoarding resources of this planet that need to be opened now there is no place for greed in my heart Greed was created by man, not by me. I do not want that responsibility, nor would I ever invest in it. But if one demonstrates greed, I as a mother will teach them humility. Isn't that what we are here to do? You can't suckle at my teat and I will nourish you when you are blind, but I also delight in you when your eyes open. And what you choose to share with each other is up to you. Just always remember, there's always more. Always more of the wonderful. There's always more. And when you taste it, when you taste it and you know how wonderful it is, and for whatever reason it becomes absent in your life, perhaps through choice, perhaps through ascension, you will experience gratitude and a desire to experience again that which brought you joy and happiness and a feeling of being loved. Now that is my energy. That is who I am. Man takes responsibility for what man creates. I take responsibility for what I create. (laughs)
2: Take care of you
1: from the moment I created you to the moment you design
2: your own creation.
1: I take care of you. You will prosper. Will experience joy. I sent so many to teach you how to forgive each other. Some stand out more than others, some work in the shadows. Just as I ask you to forgive yourself and each other. I ask that you forgive me. There will be questions as to why I would ask this. Forgive me for I know what is best for you. at times when you are kicking and screaming and angry at me, there is something more wonderful you deserve in your life that can only happen by what you are experiencing. Do you have to suffer? All humans suffer. you have to be patient. Do you know how long it took me to create all the universes? All I require of you is to love one another as I have loved you as I will continue to do. But please stop torturing each other. Stop fighting among each other. What mother enjoys their children bickering, fighting? I certainly do not. There are those who say they fight for love, for justice. I know the difference. I know the difference between fighting for justice and fighting for greed. I gave birth to you. This planet needs to respect the mothers. Every womb on this planet is sacred. The wombs must be preserved. Without the womb, there is no life. Man will try to recreate it outside of the womb, but you see the flesh touching. It's vital nurturing all beings need, and opiates prevent that. Opiates create a scenario where, so numb to their pain, will withdraw. It's not about doing more. It's about being more. Be more to yourself. Be more of who you truly are, and express it. Quit making other people responsible. You are responsible for what is within you. You are responsible for what you give birth to. I am waiting eagerly for you to come home so that I might display your creations with great joy and pride what you have created. Engrave your lifetime with your mark, with your identity, with your signature, with your style. It's perfectly fine to emulate those that you admire, but create it in your own style. Do it in your own way. Show me who you are as an individual. I love to look at you and say, oh, She's just like me. Oh, he just does just like me. Oh, they can do that. I love it. They get that from me. I will go to war to protect the innocent. I will go to war to feed the hungry. I will go to war to make sure that my children are nurtured and loved and taken care of. But too many years, mine. War that is vain. It is not okay to destroy civilizations and cultures that have taken thousands of years to create and develop. That should be preserved. This is why I love museums. They preserve. do my best to preserve what I can at this time but when humanity decides to destroy something I will create from that destruction I promise you my children I will create from the destruction I did not
2: I will heal what I can, but I ask you
1: to take the rays of compassion and kindness and caring that goes beyond your blood, beyond your skin, beyond your greed and nurture one another through music, through dance, through art, through food, through being present, through touch, through generosity, I ask you to take the reins and be who you were created to be. Gods and Goddesses upon this earth incarnated for benevolent reasons. The battle that is going on right now is greater than I can tell you what I consider to be the best. My
2: interpretation of battles are vastly different. Than humanities.
1: I did not create cancer, man created cancer.
2: I did not create hunger, man created hunger.
1: I did not create disease, man created. Disease. I did not create prejudice. Man created prejudice. I am not ready to control
2: you. I am here to love.
1: love you and I will always protect you and even those who depart this world in heaps ways that they did not deserve. Innocent seek who had so much potential to create I am present that I will gather them back into my womb and I will nurture them and I will give them peace
2: and I will let them play once again with each other and I will love
1: them. And for those of you who feel that your loved ones have been taken from you too soon,
2: for those of you who have known love and appreciated love and are grateful for love, it is not taken from you. It is preserved
1: for you, it is waiting for you, it is ready for you to enjoy again. I will not, I will not take that from you which your heart truly, truly loves. I am sorry
0: that you are witnessing your children die because of the creations of man. I am sorry,
1: but I am grateful for those who become avatars of healing and hope, of nurturing and compassion rise avatars rise now is your time to rise for if you do not if you do not there will be more pain and suffering that is unnecessary rise avatars rise show who you are do not be afraid you are sanctioned by the divine You are blessed by the divine, and in the process it is quite possible that mankind will try to destroy you, to cease the work that you do, to throttle you even when you are weak, but you must stand. Please stand stand because I I believe in you and I believe you know what I created for you for all of you not for one of you to hoard mm-hmm. to be greedy to to reign over others with no but that was never my way never My promise unto you, my beloved, is eternal life, eternal joy, eternal love, eternal peace,
2: eternal happiness, eternal for oh my love. I will never leave you. And I will always believe.
1: and vast resources for you to tap into now. Now is the time for humanity to be greater than it has ever been. Now is the time for you to rise up in dignity and respect for one another. Now is the time. Kleenex is down there, do you think? Oh, Above the earth, right now I'm actually—it's blue sky. I'm above land. It feels like I'm—I'm I'm looking at all kinds of land. Like my—I'm—it's like almost like when I'm driving in a car, mm-hmm. and I just feel like I see everything. I see everything. So it's kind of—I feel like
0: I'm—I
1: feel like I'm above everything, that I'm.
0: That would make sense. <sighs> divine Mother looking down upon the earth.
1: See my toes, (laughs) but I can't see. I can't feel my toes. Toes are really pretty right now. Thank you. I can see them, but I can't feel them. I really can't feel them. So it's okay. It's okay, Diane. I'm just gonna have to just. I can't feel my toes, Diane. I can't feel my toes. It's okay. I'm not scared. I can't. I, I, I can't feel
0: my toes you may touch them yeah Perfectly okay. It's just re-innate breeding into your body.
1: said I've always enjoyed playing with you Akia and if I can have a moment with you play with you it means everything to me (laughs) she says and there's a part of you that always wants to come back and play she says I need you to play with my children now I have to play with them teach them how to play again Mm Akia teach them to play fairly with each other this is our mission
0: Hi Diane. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Diane. Hi. Hi, Diane.
1: Hi. Hi, Akia. I love you. I love you too, <laughs> Diane. I love you, Diane. I love you very much.
0: and if I said to you, yeah. we need somebody to bring through the voice of the highest Mother God. Yeah. How would you like the job?
1: responsibility and if anyone professes that in this dimension there are challenges associated with it that I'd rather <laughs> you know what I mean if you go through life and you see how uh, what has happened to those who have professed to be voice messengers they haven't really died very well have they <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, think about it for a minute. So, no. I would be, it would humble me beyond humbleness. It would, uh, it would change my whole world.
0: Doing that would be the greatest hope for humanity to survive. Would it be worth the risk if it was... I can't imagine.
1: Because I don't want to talk up home. Because I think I should be quiet for right now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm feeling things inside of me that are very
0: intense. <laughs> I you need the tissue box again.
1: And I have to know is it my, is it me, or is it something else, or someone else outside of me? What is it that I'm really feeling? That's what I have to. I have to separate, understand. Yeah.
0: Well, so. There was a lot of emotion in what just happened. And I would say as a witness, as it as it continued forward that the goddess was speaking directly through you, you know, your human emotions are probably right now interlaced with her emotions. And her emotions are the emotions of any mother. And watching her children, because she talked a lot about what she created and what humans have created. And she never created any of the things that cause us pain or harm or, you know, all the range of dark things. Humans have created all of that. And it's very hard for her as a mother Mm -hmm. to watch her children doing all those things to themselves. Mm -hmm. So my guess is, yeah, your human emotions have just had those emotions uh, of the mother of all overlaid as this phenomenon happened. So right now that's what you're feeling. You're, you know, as that withdraws, that's what's lingering, is just how it would be for the mother of all to feel for all her children. It's like staggering to imagine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the love that's there, like overrides any of that suffering. Because there's also the love of how proud she is of all the things humans have done and created and all our good you know, the good qualities like any mother would be proud. So, yeah, give it just give it relax with it. You know, that's that's all that is right now. You're just feeling yeah, that overlay as it separates again, I would say. It's been a beautiful, incredible session, unlike anything else so far.